0: All right, everyone, thank you so much for joining us on another episode for uh, Root Cause Solutions for You. Um, I am very delighted to have today, and I have my notes, so I know exactly how to introduce our guest for today. Uh, We have Joseph uh, Strickland. Um, He is the owner of Better Body Clinical Nutrition in Texas, right?
1: That's right. Austin, Texas, actually. Austin, in, in, in Texas, Austin is kind of its own state within Texas. you know. There so. you go. There you go. <laughs>
0: um, he is an advanced clinical nutritionist and he is also got a bachelor's in nutrition science. Um, right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: So I'm a nutritionist. I've been in practice since 2008 and uh, at Better Body Clinical Nutrition. And I actually didn't plan on getting into nutrition. It wasn't necessarily that I woke up when I was three years old, you know, a lot of times your kids, they'll say, Oh, I want to be a fireman. I want to be a policeman. I didn't say I want to be a nutritionist. H- However, I kind of was because my parents had told me that, that, uh, aspartame and nutri wasn't that great. Yeah. And so when we'd go to the grocery store, I always loved going to the grocery store. I would see that in people's carts and I would walk up to them and I would say, Hey, don't get that. That's bad for you you know? And, uh, so I was already telling people what they shouldn't, shouldn't eat from a very early age. And then later I found it again. When I was in my twenties, I started to get staph infections Mm. and that's something that you normally get in your eighties. But what happened was after about three rounds of antibiotics, I asked the medical doctor, you know, why is it that I'm getting staph infections? And, he said, no, you know, no one knows. You just take the antibiotics and hope you get better. And so that, to me, didn't quite work as an answer. And right around that time, there was the documentary "Supersize Size Me with Morgan yeah. Spurlock, which is mm-hmm. t- shows you a person that's eating McDonald's three times a day, seven days a week. Um, I would argue that McDonald's has gotten a little bit better since then. You know, they at least have some salads and stuff like that. There's still some food quality issues that I could argue about. But at that time um there wasn't really any awareness uh, about what was in there you know and since then you've had you know food babe talk about the the same chemical that's in a yoga mat being yep. in the bread at subway that's not in there anymore you know they don't have a lot of the preservatives that they used to have in the chicken nuggets and that's all because of people bringing to light you know what that's about and i read the book uh, fast food nation which is a fascinating book, but it, one of the parts tells you how they make like French fries and burgers. And they, they go over how, you know, if you go to Wendy's, it smells a certain way. And if you go to McDonald's, it smells different. And it's because they actually, the same companies that make perfume, they make the flavorings and the, and the smells for that. So when I learned all of that, Um, I was like, I wonder if that so I went and saw somebody that does uh, some version of muscle testing, not Mm -hmm. nutrition response testing. But when I started to not get as many staph infections, I was like, oh, man, I've got to learn how this stuff works. Right. And so then at that point, um, one of the best ways to learn it was nutrition response testing with Dr. Freddie Ulan. And um, so I did that. And then, you know, it kind of people saw that I got better from that. They saw my struggle with the staph infections. They saw that I got better. And then, you know, it was my mom, my sister, their friend that, you know, and then I also managed a chiropractic clinic at the time. And so between what I learned there and I got to practice for free for a number of years, just kind of doing it. And I'm like, I guess this is what I'm going to do, you know? And so that's kind of, then I started Better Body Clinical Nutrition in 2008 after about two years of that. And and i've never stopped you know and it's always been amazing to me that it 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 drives itself with with uh, word of mouth you know because people really do like understanding why something is happening you know if if a person is having digestive upset you know uh an irritable bowel syndrome you want to find out what's irritating the bowel not just go along with well you know, my bowel's irritated. Right? There's got to be something that's irritating the bowel. It's in the definition of the word, yeah. uh, but it's missing. And it's it's not the lack of whatever drug handles irritable bowel syndrome. Just like you don't have an aspirin deficiency when you have a headache, right? Yeah. So that's what got me into nutrition response testing and and, you know, really seeing people get better is what keeps me doing what I do.
0: That's so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Yeah, I mean, you bring so many interesting uh, uh, points. It's it's so hard to pick. Which one do I want to talk about a little bit? Um, But uh, something similar happened to me where as far as like watching that um, Super Size Me documentary. And Mm -hmm. I don't think I've had had McDonald's or fast food of any kind ever since. (laughs) It was just like, oh my gosh. And it just became also... Um, an awareness shift you know like if animals can make money out of um, selling five ten buckets for a dollar what's in it right and that's what clients now just think about it what's what's in it if they can make money out of that so that is so awesome so um, and yeah you're right people get hooked on well how does it work right how are you better after Having gone to the doctor, having gone to so many specialists and so many different things that now you're you know kind of like magically you know all, your health has been restored, and um yeah, similar happened to me where no one could figure it out my headaches and cardiologist um uh, I had mRIs, I had all kinds of different studies. And it wasn't, you know, too, until I found a nutrition response testing practitioner that was like, hey, it's actually heavy metals. And guess what? Your diet. So it was like, wow, there's something to this. So I'm so happy to hear that so many of us practitioners fi- find similar, th- the same path. It's just mm-hmm. different. So tell yeah, us. It a-
1: starts with, you know, kind of understanding that, wait, what's supposed to work isn't. Yeah. And then, you know, you're open to. Well, let's find another way, you know, and and I do tell people, you know, when I first see them, it's not like nutrition response testing isn't odd or different than what you're used to seeing. But I always the way I explain it is I say, look, you know, a medical doctor takes blood out of your arm and then they look at it and then they tell you some things based on that. Yeah. It's kind of weird too if you think about it. I'm I'm pressing on your arm and I'm looking for things and I'm I'm finding information. So it's my tool that I use as a practitioner to know what to recommend. Yeah. Just like somebody that looks at blood uses their tool for what to recommend. Now sure. typically they're in the field of drugs and surgery. So that's a different approach. And yeah. what I'm in is I'm I'm into the concept that the body heals itself. Mm -hmm. And that if you feed the body the components that it needs to rebuild and repair, then it's probably going to try to do that. Um, And then there's some neat things with nutrition response testing that lets you find things that can get in the way of the body being able to heal itself. So you've got another layer there because sometimes the body wants to heal itself, but there's something that's kind of in the way of that happening. Um, A good example Of that would be, let's say that somebody is sensitive to, well, make it really simple. If you drink a glass of water, it's good for you. But Mm -hmm. if you try to drink a pool, it'll kill you, right? So you can have anything and you can go overboard on it. And it is very common in our current situation to just eat the same thing over and over and over in large amounts. Wheat is a great example might have a breakfast sandwich that's in a bun for breakfast, a mm-hmm. burger for lunch, and then maybe pasta for dinner, yeah. you know. And that's a great example of, of a lot of people that, that do that because it's a very easy food to eat very quickly and it yeah. contains or holds. Flour tortillas are another example. So a person can overdose on wheat, sure. um, even separate from the gluten issue. You know, yeah. you, you, you hear a lot of people, oh, I'm gluten free. and And there's a whole stigma behind it now, yeah. you know. Yeah, you know the people. Oh, they're gluten free. They don't even need to be. It's all in their head. Well, yeah. it it may be not necessarily the gluten free. It just may be that they're having less wheat because yeah. they've been overdosed on it. You know?
0: Yeah. No, totally. So, um, so now we've tossed this word or this um uh, concept, nutrition response testing. Right? So some of our uh, followers may already be familiar with that concept, but for the ones that are not, tell us a little bit about like, so what is nutrition response testing?
1: So nutrition response testing is a tool that a practitioner uses. It could be a medical doctor, it could be a chiropractor, acupuncturist, nutritionist Mm -hmm. Um, really where somebody is at. It isn't as important, but it's a tool that, that it's based in something called applied kinesiology Mm -hmm. and what, what it what its root is, just like we're talking root cause nutrition, the root of nutrition response testing is actually started from a chiropractor uh, named Doctor Goodhart in um, it was the 1950s, and and what he found was that in chiropractic it used to be kind of this miracle thing, right? Somebody fell off a tree, their spine went out of alignment, and then afterwards they they couldn't walk right. They couldn't hear the chiropractor came to their house and did one quick adjustment, you know, got it back in and then the kid could walk again or could hear again or could see again. And well, what happened in about 1950 is chiropractors started to notice that the miracles were a little bit less, a little Mm. bit less, you know, and Dr. Goodhart wondered why if he gave a really good adjustment and somebody had neck pain, why didn't the neck pain go away? Mm -hmm. And what he found out is that basically when you look at the organs, every organ has a muscle that's connected to it. Okay. Good Mm -hmm. example is gallbladder. If somebody has a gallbladder attack or a problem with their gallbladder, what the medical doctors will look for is pain right here. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's because the, the reflux from muscle that's connected to the gallbladders there and so what he what he saw was that because the way food was being changed in our society how it was grown it used to be you did crop rotation so one season you'd grow oranges one season you'd grow bananas because the soil has 77 minerals and different Fruits and vegetables used different combinations of those minerals. So you didn't want to do the same thing over and over again so that the minerals got depleted. Well, after World War II, so after 1945, essentially, they started using fertilization. They had these big chemical companies uh, after World War II that were created for the war, and they needed to figure out where to put these chemicals because they were in operation, right? or in the stock market. And um, what they found is that you could grow pretty much anything with three minerals, phosphorus, nitrogen, potassium. And so instead of using all 77, they started just fertilizing. Now, the problem with that is that when you only use three minerals out of 77, you become deficient in those 74. Well, that carries forward in the feed for the animals that we eat so the animals become deficient we become deficient ut did a study in 2008 where they looked at the nutrient values of an orange mm-hmm. in 2008 versus 1950 and they found that you needed 50 oranges in 2008 to equal one from 1950 right which is amazing and so with nutrition response testing you're basically using the the concept that the body heals itself as your As your main idea, and then you're figuring out what minerals and support is missing. Just like if you were building a wall with bricks, if you didn't have the cement to put between the bricks, the bricks wouldn't stand very long, right? Wind could just blow them over, right? So similar concept, you're you're finding it's a tool that helps you find what those missing pieces are. Yeah. so that you're not having to take a ton of supplements because you can go to the grocery store and see, you know, there's like a thousand different things. And where do you go? I mean, there's all these, you know, there's all yeah. these things online that say, Oh, take this one. It's this little piece and it's a miracle and this, and this. And so, you know, the neat thing about a lot of the products that, that we use in nutrition response testing is that they have all those little pieces of those little things but they're they're in a whole combination of things from real food but yeah. they grow things the way things were grown before 1950 so you know with those beets you're getting a super concentrated beet that yeah. automatically is equal to about 50 you get from the supermarket and then they're concentrating that further by getting rid of the fiber and the sugar and
0: mm-hmm. just
1: you know getting the the what are called the phytonutrients which is basically yeah everything outside of what you're used to, like vitamin C is a sorbic acid. Well, there's the things around a sorbic acid. And I think a carrot has like 213 different things in there. Right. So if you get, if you get concentrated carrots, you're getting yes. 213 things plus the vitamin A, you know, and the various things like that. Right. So that aspect of it is amazing. But the way that the tool works is we use an arm that's yeah. connected to that muscular system that's connected to those organs and we can tell by resistance whether or not when we, when we press a reflex, whether or not it's causing stress to the body and, you know, only organs that are stressed will respond. And so you get that muscle response and then we're able to use that as a tool in order to figure out how to pinpoint exactly what to do.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. And it's very, um, you know, it's very, uh, Precise, I find it too. Right, where you get you you take the guess out of it, and, um, and yeah, you're right. You know, it it, it is also uh, very uh, comforting for clients who experience such um, tool um, as part of their care because they know what they're taking is exactly what their body needs. is exactly what is going to help them remove those barriers that are preventing them from fully from their body, you know, being able to heal and repair. And I get it. My husband was a, um, he's a health junkie. And every week we would go to GNC or vitamin world and, you know, health food store. And every time we'll come back with something. And then at some point I'm like, this is getting ridiculous. Look at all the supplements we have here. And you don't even know if they're really helping you, right? You are just kind of guessing. And ever since becoming involved with muscle testing, nutrition response testing, now we know that exactly what's on our, uh, you know, our medicine cabinet is exactly what we need to be taking. So I, I, I really appreciate, uh, and I love the history lesson. I think that is so important because we know how things progress, right? And um, if we understand that, then we have a better appreciation of what, how, how the soil, right? Became so um, deficient in nutrition um, and stuff well, like that. Yeah. And,
1: and on history, I mean, I, I always thought, you know, when I, when I started in nutrition that, you know, it was just happening right now, you know, yeah. like right now people are understanding about nutrition and it, it's never been understood yeah. before. But when you look at history, it, it's, it's a, there's a lot of history there. And, and one of my favorite things that I, that I uncovered when I was looking and, and kind of looking back at, at, at where people got interested in it is uh, from a time period of 19, about 1913, uh-huh. in, here in the United States. Um, a lot of people have heard that cocaine used to be in Coca-Cola, right? Right. Yep. Uh, well, the way that it got out of Coca-Cola was a guy named Dr. Harvey Wiley, and he was a chemist. And um, <clears throat> there was a, in 1908, there was a, uh, uh, a bill that was passed called the Pure Food and Drugs Act. And Dr. Uh-huh. Harvey Wiley was the head of, this chemistry bureau. And basically what he did is he said, okay, look, these different food companies are putting things in food that's not good. Mm -hmm. And so he actually started suing and he had a list of different companies to go after that were doing things that he didn't feel were in the best interests of our health. The first one was cocaine and Coca-Cola. That happened. He, he, He won that. The second uh, one that went to the courts was he sued the Pillsbury company and the Pillsbury company. He sued because they were bleaching flour. Now, why is that an issue? Well, bleached flour, when you bleach flour, it creates a chemical called alloxin. Alloxin is what they use to create diabetic mice for drug studies. Oh, my God. He said, look. If we're consuming as a society a chemical, even though it doesn't directly cause that right away, yeah. what's it going to do long-term? And you know, from 1913 to now, just look at how many people have type 2 diabetes, right? right. I mean, it's crazy. I'm not saying it's a one-for-one, one, but when you see how prevalent wheat is in there, there's a great book called Wheat Belly, which interestingly enough... I did a YouTube video back in 2008 before Wheat Belly came out, talked about all this. And then I was so excited that a doctor picked it up somewhere. Research is all out there. I'm not saying he got it from me. I doubt it. Right. But he picked up on it and he wrote Wheat Belly, right? And then, you know, it's all in there. Everything that I had, had found, you know, on that topic. And long story short, what ended up happening is that case went all the way to the Supreme Court. And he actually won, but basically they came up with some kind of like, he he wasn't popular. Let's put it that way, because there was a lot of money behind it. And um, they ended up kind of saying, well, you know, as long as there's not too much of it, it's not yeah. that big of a deal. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of what happened there. And then um, he actually, it was so expensive for the U.S. government to go after these food companies that what they did is he resigned he was going to get fired and then they went ahead and put guess who they hired as his replacement cool. the person that they just sued and took to the supreme court the former head of the pillsbury company he became the new head of that which then turned into the fda so oh you know and that that's kind of the history of our our food regulation or one of the one of the components in there which is just which is just wild i mean you can't write a better story than that i mean it's just it's wild
0: yeah, it is, and and I think you know, like it's interviews like this and it's conversations like this that make people think, right? It's as thinking outside, in and, uh, and the questioning of it, right? Being your your own health advocate and not Absolutely. necessarily just like, oh, you know, a company put it out there, it must be safe. And you bring such an amazing concept too, where um, as long as it doesn't have. A lot of it, right? So yeah, so we're not yeah. killing you right away. We're not, but we're killing you little by little. And like that effect of the uh boiling frog, right? Like if you put it in the in the pot and the stove and it's lukewarm and you just let it sit there and increase the temperature just little by little. next this thing, you know, the water is boiling and the frog is just like comfortable, you know? So like unaware of the change of that environment. So I love that. And thank you for for that, we, like I said, it's fascinating to understand how things develop so that you have a better uh, understanding on, hey, we need to change things, right? And it's about changing uh, policy. But I believe very much that we vote with our dollars, right? Uh, what we buy um, is what uh, farmers are going to put out there, what companies are going to put out there. So I often daydream, imagine if everybody at the same time just stopped buying soda.
1: Well, and... To give you a great, like, some positive, right? There's a documentary, I think, Food, Inc., and, and towards the end of it, I mean, there's some negative in there, okay? Don't get me wrong. It's not all a rosy picture, but when you look at Costco, for instance, they actually have more organic than Whole Foods Market, interestingly enough, but even Walmart, they have, like boosted organic farming. And there are some naysayers. Oh, you know, they've lowered the regulations. I'm like, look, it's better than conventional and they're keeping the majority of it there. And then as we continue to buy those things, then it becomes more available. And then you have other companies that because there's a market for that, then they can, almond milk's a great example. Yeah. Almond milk's a great food and you have really bad versions of it that have a ton of different little additives in there and then you've got the ones that it's almonds right but that almonds one that costs $8 let's yeah. say may not exist without that one that's $2 right yeah. so you're opening a market at you know having it available and then you know you you can have the more expensive version that 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 is higher quality it's kind of like the apple versus yeah. Android, to take it from a techn- technological standpoint. And, yes. you know, so, you know, I, I really applaud Walmart and Costco and, and and some of these big companies that are bringing it and making it available to yeah. a larger number because ultimately that does bring down the cost and it also makes it so that farmers can afford to yeah. do it the way it needs to be done on a, ma- a bigger scale, you know. Yeah. And uh, it just ma- makes it more available, you know? Yeah. And so I think that, you know, you're exactly right on that. And then and then on the boiling frog, that's where nutrition response testing comes in really handy because instead of having to handle like, you know, I, I use the tin, tin, tin hat, the, the aluminum hat analogy, you know, like sometimes you can have somebody that's so focused on everything that's wrong, yeah. it becomes, well, then what do you do? You know, and that's where nutrition response testing comes in because you don't have to handle the EMFs from phones and the aluminum uh, pans and the, um, you know, food additives in the fast food. You don't have to handle that all at the same time. Yeah. You can figure out what's affecting the body. You know, let's say somebody's coming in and they're having some hormonal problems and it shows up with BPA. Great. We're going to handle BPA. You know, don't. Drink from water bottles that are made out of BPA. Don't use microwaved dinners that are in plastic. Put it in a Pyrex dish that's that's glass, you know, and cook it that way. You can still use your microwave. You know, you can find things. You don't have to go all.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like a nut. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it puts it into perspective.
0: Yes. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, gradient steps, right? What, and right, we, that's
1: exactly right.
0: We work with, with clients on we meet them where they are. And then eventually, yes, you you take that time to build. as um, a lifestyle, right? Never right. Think and, of- and, and
1: with each of those components, you understand it's yeah. not just somebody telling you, hey, don't have this. It's like, wow, I can actually see my yeah. health improve. When I don't do that, so then that motivates you to actually do that, you know, because if you're eating sugar and you feel miserable and whether you have sugar or you don't, you still feel miserable, why bother not having sugar, right? Of course. But (laughs) if you figure out what it is that's affecting the metabolism, get it, and then you have more energy and that's why you were needing sugar is to try to get more energy and you have more energy without the sugar then you can eat less sugar and then your body starts to get better. Your health gets better. Anyway, it just kind of snowballs. It's amazing. Yeah,
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. So earlier you mentioned like, you know, like uh, barriers, right? Things that are um, could could be specifically stopping someone's um, healing process from taking place. Can you speak a little bit about what are some of the most common things? I mean, you've mentioned food sensitivities. You've mentioned, um, you know, chemicals. What are some of the other things that, can be potentially affecting someone's um, yep. health. Yeah,
1: you know there, there there are quite a few, and in nutrition response testing, it's really embracing. You know, we really look at a lot of different things, but mm-hmm. there's there's five core things that we start with because we find that that they're the most common barriers, and um, one of them is um, immune challenges. You know, we're all aware of these, like flu. Uh, you know, mold allergies, Mm -hmm. bacteria, parasites, things like that. Yeah. Um, then you also have chemicals, you know, that can be anything from recreational drug use to plastic bottles, BPA, uh, building materials, things Mm -hmm. like that, things that are in our environment. And one of the things about chemicals that's, that's wild is that they don't take any of that out of our water. You know, it's just, it's in our water supply. And unless you're filtering your water, you're getting small amounts of that. All yeah. time, right, and so that's a really easy one to change I mean, even a filter as simple as pure, I think which costs like five or ten dollars at Walmart gets ninety nine percent of the chemicals out, so that's an easy no brainer on how to you know reduce your chemical intake on that and then you've also got uh, heavy metals these are mm. what's interesting about heavy metals a lot of times people oh, where did I get that Where did I get that Where did yeah. I get that um and and the truth is that the, the reason that the body holds on to metals is because of the lack of minerals, which we talked about earlier. When you don't have the proper mineral balance, then your body starts to substitute things that it can get from the environment. And we're so inundated with different metals, both, I mean, look at the the toys from China that have lead or, you know, the cookware that has aluminum or um, the water that's not yeah. filtered that, that, that has all of that from what people have been consuming, you know, consuming. Um, So that's a real common thing, but, but it boils down to minerals and getting the body to stop substituting and getting those minerals in there and then letting go and then getting that out. You've got to get that, you know, get it through the colon and that sort of thing. Um, And then the other one that's pretty wild as a barrier is uh, something called a scar, Mm -hmm. you know, a scar where, you know, let's say that, you know, I always use the analogy, you know, you can you can feel my finger here. And the reason you can feel my finger is because there's nerves that come up to your skin. Right. And so in acupuncture, they actually use that network of nerves with needles to change how energy is flowing in the body. So gotcha. those nerves interface with the rest of your body. And so when you have a scar that cuts across that nerve pathway – then what ends up happening it can act like a needle that's there all the time so you're getting an acupuncture needle that's there all the time and so that can then change how energy flows in your body and it can cause some different issues so that's another one that that's often overlooked as yeah. something and that's a, you know kind of something that will make can sometimes make nutrition not work the way it's supposed to sometimes any of those things uh that we just talked about can can be something that influences your body to react differently to a nutritional supplement so yeah. let's say you know i bought a, a great example of somebody that drinks coffee and instead of helping them stay awake it, it helps them fall asleep you yeah. know you can have situations where the body kind of does the opposite of what it does for n- normally for other people you know and those those are examples of things that can do that
0: yeah and and it's so amazing how everything is connected right how one one specific stressor may affect the adrenals or the kidneys, um, hormonal balance. And I something that I'm always trying to educate, especially women, you know, it's like your cosmetics are chemicals and they're endocrine disruptors. And it's, you know, it's let's read our labels and and stuff like this it just brings that awareness. I think if you know, oh, I'm you know, my body's been affected by, um, you know, lead, you know, it makes me think, oh, my baking powder, you know, like. Some baking powder has lead and aluminum and then you're like, Oh my gosh!" you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, I know that's very interesting. So how, um, as a practitioner does this, having this, uh, specific method help you not just be like chasing symptoms, right? Because we do want clients to feel better, right? We want people to feel better, but how does that, um, help you get to the root cause of what something, uh, how, why someone may be experiencing something?
1: Well, s- symptoms are kind of like your you know you know that something's wrong it, It's the check engine light on the car you know yeah. but it doesn't always tell you exactly why yeah. you know you have to you know plug in the diagnostic thing so it tells you the code so you know kind of what area is yeah. going on and and our bodies tend to not. Because there's so many different things and everything's so interconnected, you might not be able to just go, oh, it's this. And so nutrition response testing helps us kind of like pinpoint that. And so we're not necessarily going on the symptom, but sometimes symptoms are helpful because you can know where to look. You know, if somebody's having pain here, I'm not going to ignore the fact that they may have a gallbladder problem, right? Or another common thing is, let's say somebody's going from sitting down to standing up and they feel dizzy mm-hmm. or they're going to fall. Yeah. We know as a clinician that their adrenals are having some trouble because your adrenals are what help your blood pressure go up. So you get blood flow to the brain and yeah. then it prevents that dizziness, right? So there are some things that symptoms do help you understand, but unless you know what they're trying to tell you, then it's kind of hard. And that's where allopathic medicine is great. They chase a lot of those things. And, you know, they're, they're really good at, you've got this symptom, hey, try this, hey, try this. And sometimes it works. And sometimes it it doesn't. Um, And so our approach is a little bit different than that, in the sense that we embrace the symptoms, we know that they're there, and we use them. So we know if we're making progress, you know, if we Start handling hormones and the hot flashes go down, the way that we're actually handling the hormones is not by rubbing hormone creams on the body typically um, yeah. it's going to be helping the glands that actually utilize those hormones or create those hormones be become more efficient at their job eighty you percent know, of your thyroid function for instance depends on your liver so That's if it. the liver's having trouble, then you might have trouble losing yeah. weight. You might yeah. have trouble with, um, you know, your hair or skin or nails, yeah. you know, things like that. And yeah. so versus giving you the latest hair, skin, nail supplement, yeah. that's just kind of a generic thing like that. What we would do is, you know, if the liver showed up, support the liver, the thyroid starts to work better, hair stops falling out. And yeah. we didn't address the hair falling out other than by handling the underlying organ that was creating that situation in the first place.
0: That's awesome. I love it. I I truly do. It's so preventive too, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Versus just, um, yeah, you know, most of us have reached a practitioner or people come to us and already going through something, but I love it where it becomes a family affair where, um, you know mom or dad may come to the office and then now they bring the whole family and the next thing you know you know your whole waiting room is you know everybody getting getting their health checks and getting tested so no thank you so much for for sharing that are there any um specific uh um uh, successes or or cases you may you wanted to to share with the audience to see um uh, yeah how you this know, could it, that's always
1: day. an interesting one because what we do is so out of the ordinary that uh, and and some of the things that I've seen uh, happen, I still can't believe. Right. So if, if I were to tell you some of my more amazing ones, uh, the, the, just the incredulity of them, the, the, the lack of like um, uh, belief, you know, Oh, this guy's just talking it up. So I've got to kind of like, let's tone (laughs) it down. We'll give you some of the the more ones that of course it helps with that. Right. So of course, you know, weight loss. You know, I love helping people with, with acne, you know, helping their skin be able to eliminate better. You know, a lot of times what happens is when the, when your body can't eliminate properly, it'll start to come out through the skin. Right. So you can, I've I've seen amazing changes with that, um, irritable bowel. You know, I've seen people that, that suffer with inflammation just constantly, you know, I've had that, improve. Um, Cholesterol is another one that, you know, their doctor starts yelling at them and, you know, well, okay, let's change your diet a little bit and let's do a couple of things here or there. And then, you know, wow, I went to the doctor, I don't have to take the statin, you know, and, and I always love it when, when that's the case, you know, or, you know, somebody who, who's been uh, feeling down, you know, they, they, they've had a lot of fatigue and they're not feeling great. And, their doctor just said, well, you're just depressed, you know, and they put them on some sort of drug related to that. And you find yeah. out that, Oh, may- maybe they weren't, uh, maybe they were just really, really tired and they had yeah. some problems with their adrenals. And so you get their adrenals working better. And yeah, you know, I'm sleeping better. I'm not as tired, you know, and I always love it when, cause we're one of the main things that we're, we're doing is we're working to fix the relationship between the part of the nervous system that deals with stress and the part that deals with healing, and, you know, if a tiger's charging to attack you, you want to get energy so you can run away. Yeah. Well, if you had the opposite response to that, let's say you started digesting food and you fell asleep, the tiger's going to get you, right? Yeah. So in the same example, there's so many times where somebody will come in and they say, man, I started, I can sleep. I couldn't sleep, you know, or I, I'm feeling so rested, or I had somebody last week that said, man, is it, is it okay for me to sleep like 14 hours? And I go, well, you hadn't slept, but like for three or four, for like two or three years. So, you know, yeah, (laughs) you're catching up, you know? And, um, so those are some, some, some great things that I've seen.
0: Oh, that's so awesome. I love it. I love hearing, you know, other practitioners, you know, how they, the, the, the amazing wins and successes that they are helping us create with, you know, um, As a patient, you know, as a client myself first and then having become a practitioner, so nice to have that both both um, sides of the coin. So not Mm -hmm. much for that. Um, So we I feel like we've learned so much. I mean, we touched about nutrition response testing, right? What that is, um, muscle testing. We also talked about um, the different stressors and different things that could be um, inhibiting someone's um, health and someone's body from, you know, um, healing and repairing. And I love the approach on like understanding, you know, how how things have progressed and how the different lifestyle changes and the gradient approach that you take on with your clients. And um, if someone were to be like, I need to start working with Joseph, where can we find him? (laughs) Um, Where can, how can we find you? How can um, uh, people who are listening who are, might be hopefully close to your area, you know, uh, find you?
1: Yeah, so my website is uh, nutritionaustin.com. Uh that's a good place to start. Um, I also have um, a podcast which is neglected greatly, but there are some great episodes on there, um, which is uh, healthmatters.com. Okay. Uh Health matters podcast, excuse me, healthmatterspodcast.com. Um, and then on my website, I've also got a, um, you can sign up for my newsletter. I do a, a monthly newsletter so you can get information that way. And then if you're in Austin or around Austin, I have every two weeks, um, I have, uh, health seminars in, in my practice that we, that we put on and, um, you're welcome to come to one of those on my website, just click on health seminars and, You'll see the different topics that we go over, and if you see a topic you're interested in, there's a place on the page where you can sign up for that one, and they're they're free, you know. Um, so yeah, those are probably the the best ways to to find me.
0: That's awesome. So we'll make sure to put all those different links in the comments, uh, or we'll we'll make them accessible for people to be able to to find them, because um, I know for a fact that if I had not found um, a practitioner, um, like, like Joseph, a practitioner like me, um, a few years ago, I don't, I think I would still live with, with horrendous headaches, um, totally medicated and with no hope of, of feeling better. So I know firsthand that it works uh, as long as you, you know, do what your practitioner is asking you to do and that you don't give up. Right. Cause it's, it's, it's about, um, persistence and um and just following on that path of that healing and repairing
1: What's well on? yeah you know and i like to <clears throat> i always like to give the example you know if you've got a car yeah. and even a, a person a, a, a body's a little bit different than a car and that it can repair itself you know but if you've got a car it, it tends to go like this and, and even as we age you know normal is like this and so the first step you know, when you're wanting to when you see something that's not going the way you want it to, the first step is to stop it from getting worse. Yeah. That's the first step. And then once you stop it from getting worse, then getting better. And so, you know, it's kind of you have to see how quickly you can get something to stop getting worse and then yeah. work to start getting it to go better. And, you know, it's um it's always fun seeing both of those things happen. And it's different for every person. Some people, man what did you do? It's like you flipped a switch and you know, yeah. it's very, very fast. And then sometimes it's a little grueling, but I think the ones that take a lot, a little bit more time, oftentimes are situations where the, the length of time to get to that point was longer and they mm-hmm. may just not have known what was going on. You yeah. Know, they've been dealing yeah. with it for a long time.
0: Yeah, totally true. No, thank you so much. Very unique, very tailor-made to the person. And I think every Every client you, every patient you see, they're very lucky because you're very knowledgeable. I'm almost. Oh,
1: thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for for being here with us today. You I really, got it. Yeah, I really appreciate um your time and your knowledge, and uh, and thank you everybody for for you know spending um uh your time watching this interview, listening to the interview, and uh, if there are any other health topics that you are eager to hear about, just send us a message and we'll make sure to um to to have some of those topics available for you. All right. Signing off. Thank you so okay. much. Thank you. Mm-hmm.